I'm Bill McMurdo, this is Kingdom Wealth Podcast. I want to show you something in Genesis chapter 47, if you want to turn there. But before I do it, I want to say this. I sometimes have to go to great lengths. I sometimes feel I have to because I'm, I'm prevailing against religious mindsets. That I don't, I don't want people to get the wrong view when we talk about kingdom wealth, we talk about prosperity, we talk about financial superabundance and walking in that, that it's just all about money or you know, cash or, or, or financial resources because kingdom wealth goes way beyond that. And kingdom wealth is prospering in any economy. And we live in a world where there is a Babylonian economy and as a friend of mine calls it, the outhouse, where you're dealing with financial stuff that's not always clean. You know, the Bible calls it unrighteous mammon or unrighteous money. Um, you know, we live in an economy where, you know, it, it, let's just say um, a drug dealer walked into your church and put a bag of money on the table and says, this is for the, the work of the Lord. You know, um, you know, some people wouldn't touch. Oh, that money—that's come from a drug, that's come from drug deals, that's come from exploiting people, and so on. Whereas others would just say, "Thank you, Jesus," and receive it um, because there's the wealth of the wicked, the transfer from the wicked to the righteous, which is spoken of several times in Scripture. Um, it, money, in that respect, it, it's about mindset. Jesus says you can't serve God and mammon. So if you're serving God, but someone comes along and gives you a bunch of money, uh, oh, you can't touch that, it's blood money. Well, I, you know, it, it may have been unrighteous money before it came into my hands, but if someone gives me money, then that's kingdom money from that point on. That's how I look at it. Um, but if you extort the money, you know, if you con somebody, then that's not the same thing. You understand? Anyway, what I want to point out to you is God wants us prosperous and he wants us to walk in superabundant wealth but there's a purpose to that it's not just so we can have you know swimming pools and jets and all that stuff or live a life of opulence and luxury and 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 not care God wants us to steward his wealth so that we can meet the needs of people where we where we find them for example the poor I mean God's heart is for the poor and if you meet, encounter somebody, even if they're a prosperity preacher, or especially if they are, and, and they don't have a heart for the poor, let me just say, walk the other direction very quickly. So what I want to show you here, though, is money, the Bible says money answers all things, okay? But we have to understand that we're in the process right now as the ecclesia of God, as, as those that are, understanding this revelation about financial freedom and authority and dominion in the earth, the alternative economy, the awakened economy, the kingdom economy that God wants to bring, which will be that there'll be no poor among you in that kingdom economy. God will cause his people and wants his people to eliminate systemic poverty. So Genesis chapter 47 is talking about the famine in Egypt um, we don't have time to get into the backstory if you know it. From verse 13, it says, And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore. Now, we're talking right now, we're living in a, a, a place and a time 
where there are shortages, scarcities at supermarkets, different things. Some of them are manufactured. Some of them may be the consequence of other things, other factors, you know, war and so on. But there's there's a famine here. And Egypt says a famine was very sore. Now, that can happen in the earth because the earth still has a spiritual renegade and an outlaw in it called Satan. And also because sometimes I believe it's a judgment that comes upon people uh, that they, they encounter scarcity and shortage, maybe through that they've been profligate and, 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 you know, they have not stewarded wealth the way they should. Okay? So famines can happen in the course of things. So that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. In other words, tough times, hard times. There's a, there's a song about that, you know, basically saying hard times, don't come around no more, don't come to my door type thing. And, and we should be speaking things like that as believers. But hard times come in the earth. And watch what it says. And Joseph, who was Pharaoh's under ruler, if you like, he was a, the, the top man under Pharaoh in the whole of Egypt. So he had a position in the Egyptian economy. And Egypt was a superpower at that time. So he was a, a very high-ranking man in the economic realm and the, the political and, and so on realm. Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. So Joseph was stewarding money. Okay? And that, that, we don't want to touch too much on that because I want to get to this point. When money failed, verse 15, Genesis 47, verse 15, and when money failed in the land of Egypt. Now, money answers all things, but here money failed. What, what, he's, what, we, what we could read here is this, when the economy failed in the land of Egypt. In other words, the system collapsed, the system broke down. You see, if the system is wrong, or the system is wicked, or the system isn't funded upon kingdom principles, it will fail. So when money failed, when the system failed, we've seen that with the Great Depression um, in uh, the 20s, 1920s, in the early 30s. We've seen it in recent times. Sometimes the system fails, men jump out of skyscrapers because they lose their fortunes overnight, that type of thing. When money failed in the land of Egypt. So if you have your faith in mammon, if you're serving mammon, when mammon fails... Because mammon is a system. Mammon is a system of greed and covetousness. And, you know, it's not based on kingdom. When mammon failed, when money failed, when the system failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in thy presence? For the money failed. In other words, the system has failed us, so give us bread. Now, Joseph is a type of Christ. And so we can say, if we encounter hard times, listen, hard times don't escape some Christians. Now, the Bible says that the righteous, you know, you haven't seen the righteous begging bread. But I want to say this to you. You can be the righteousness of God in Christ, but not know it, not act like it, not think like it, not speak like it, but you speak like a worldling, and when that happens, you can get to a place where the money faileth for you, the system 
fails you and you're failing in the system or the outhouse or the place where um, you know you get your your bread, you get your income, your livelihood, whatever. When the system fails you, when the supermarket shelves are bare, when money faileth in the land of Egypt. Now, of course, Egypt is a metaphor for the world. So when the world system has failed you, you have to know there's a Joseph you can go to that will still provide for you and give you bread. And that Joseph, of course, is the Lord Jesus himself. So you, it's better for you to plug in right now to kingdom economy rather than just keep trundling along in the world economy, hoping for the best until the day where that system collapses. You go to the supermarket and you have no money in your account. You go to the supermarket and there's nothing to buy. Whatever that, whatever that, the, the point where that system fails you, you need a Joseph to go to. Okay, and Joseph being a type of Christ, um, Joseph is the one that had the bread. You see, the money's only good as long as it's buying you bread. Okay? You can't eat money. Money is what buys you what you need. Bread here is a metaphor for the things you need. Of course, bread being food and sustenance, but you know, you, you need uh you need shelter, you need uh heating, you need petrol for your car, you need a car, you need clothes, you need you need you need money. Bread, of course, can also mean a, that's why people call money bread. It's kind of old-fashioned now, but give me the bread type thing. So when the system fails you, you need to know that there's bread in the house of the Lord for you. You need to know that, that, that Joseph, or in our case as believers, of course, Jesus, there's a provider, Yahweh, Yaira. Jesus is the one that we can go to. He is our Joseph. And what it's really saying to us here is, is very simple, very straightforward. You have to be in the kingdom economy. In other words, when the money faileth, when the system fails, you're going you're gonna to be forced to go to the kingdom economy. So my counsel to you today, if you're listening to this, whether you're a brother and sister in Christ or whether you don't know the Lord Jesus, you need to plug into heaven's system because heaven isn't, uh, being a Christian isn't just about life insurance or eternal life insurance. When you die, you go to heaven. It's about being able to function successfully on earth and look after others. So you have dependents, maybe if you're a, a father or a mother, but also you, you may be somebody that's an employer. So you've got people to look after. The system is failing many of those people. I just watched something in the news last night about a charity that feeds kind of vulnerable people that can't get out of their homes and stuff, disabled and that type of thing. And that charity has lost its funding from the local council. So a lot of people are not going to be looked after. Um, certainly in the Nats, unless there's an intervention. And the point being this, is that when the system fails, when the money faileth, and that's not saying that, that money itself will lose its value. That's part of it. it. It can certainly happen that way in recessions and times of high inflation, all that stuff. But what I'm saying to you is, I believe here what it's saying is when the system failed, when when there wasn't, uh, even if you had money, because money failing doesn't just mean you don't have money. You can have tons of money, but you're not able to buy the stuff that you need. And that's what was happening here. So they went to Joseph and says, you know, we need bread. 
We need sustenance. So let that, and of course it's a metaphor for, and especially at this time, it's a metaphor for a failed economy. And we're living in a time with, you know, we're living the time, I keep saying, of the four horsemen. Um, there's plague, war, famine or scarcity, and death. And, you know, people are dropping like flies right now. And we're not going to get into why that's happening. There are numerous reasons, but maybe just one main reason. The point being, this is the point, brothers and sisters, we're living in a time where the four horsemen, if you like, are stalking the earth. We're living in a time of threats of pandemics, uh, the spectre of nuclear war, the, the very real reality now, no longer a prospect of scarcities or and, and, and prices shooting up because of scarcities, real or imagined. And that all ends up being resulting in death. So it's a sobering message, but what a glorious metaphor that we see here, an, an analogy, should I say, that Joseph being the type of Christ, that when the money fails, when the economic system fails, when Babylon falls, let me tell you right now, I shared this in a message recently. Um, how the Lord showed me, there was a, a passage in Isaiah, that when you see the, the movement of armies, when you see troop movements, when you see military manoeuvres going on, when you see preparation and readiness for war, which we're seeing right now. And, and don't read the mainstream, you, you know, there's just it's just junk. Look at alternative media sources to, to discover that there's a lot going on, there's military build-ups right now, and gearing up for war. Now, you and I can stop that, I believe we can, by decreeing and declaring and proclaiming and interceding before the throne of God, that there, there would not be the great annihilation of people at this time in history that some people, some wicked rulers are planning to depopulate their depopulation is their agenda. But we can stop these things. And one of the ways we do that, and it's so important, is to step out of the world economy into a kingdom economy. Come out of the outhouse and start inhabiting the mansion and living in the palaces that God wants us. Now, you're not just going to do that just by making a mental decision it involves your whole life. You're going to have to change things, change the way you think, change the way you speak, change the way you you, you, you approach these things because uh, the world economy is failing. And if you're plugged into it and all your, you know, if, if you're serving mammon, I mean, I could go on and preach this, teach this because it's so vital and it's an exciting subject, but it's a very sobering uh, thing that I'm sharing with you in this podcast here. So I, I just want to encourage you folks to plug into heaven's economy, plug into kingdom wealth. It's not just about money. It's not just, Lord, make me rich. You know, that's really the byproduct. That's the fruit of the tree. The tree is you being rooted and grounded by the streams of water, the, the blessed man of Psalm 1, the man in Joshua chapter 1, Verse 8, who meditates and, and sees success and prosperity because you're rooted and grounded in reality, in the kingdom. Let See, kingdom economy, oh, I need to stop myself or I'm just going to go in for a long time here, but kingdom economy is where you root yourself. The wicked desire the catch, the net. You know, the wicked man is the man that counts in the lottery to make him rich. 
But the root of the righteous is true wealth. Now, you can win the lottery and you'd be blessed, you would think, with a whole bunch of money. But unless you're rooted in kingdom principles, in the soil of the kingdom, then that, that money will become a curse to you because you put your trust in uncertain riches. Uh, so I'm not saying play the lottery. That's not what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, when, when, you, when you do stuff like that, you know, you're, you're getting, you're putting your trust in mammon. You're putting your trust in uncertain riches. I'm not opposed to people being rich. Not at all. I'm all for it. I'm certainly all for me being rich and I'm all for other people being rich. But I do understand, and you need to understand as well, brothers, sisters, friends, that wealth is not about how much money you have. Wealth is about what you're plugged into, what your source is, where your roots are. And so, when because if, if your roots are in this system that from time to time fails, then you're going to end up being forced to go to Joseph. Well, don't bother. Living that way, you know, living from crisis to crisis. Okay, God doesn't want you to live by miracles, financial miracle after financial miracle as a bailout, sort of a stopgap. He wants you to be blessed because if you're blessed, you'll prosper in any economy. If you're blessed, you will be a source for other people uh, to bless them. And you, we're all blessed in the Abrahamic blessing to be a blessing. Well, I could go on. I feel it going on and I enjoy this, uh, but I don't want to take up a lot of time with folks. I know people, you know, in this day and age, um, you know, sometimes it's better just to have a shorter message. So uh, read that passage in Genesis and be blessed and understand that you, we have a Joseph we can go to for bread. In other words, we're not relying on the system to meet our needs. We're relying on Joseph, we're relying Joseph being a type of Christ, we're relying on King Jesus, we're relying on heaven's economy, we're relying on kingdom wealth, we're relying on Jehovah Jireh, we're relying on the one who is our provider and the supplier of all our needs. Till next time, the Lord bless you.